What's going on, everybody? So, talk about perspective this week. And a uh, story I want to tell is just from you remember different times in your life, or I do. I have five or six times in my life that I remember my perspective on the world significantly changed and this is kind of a kind of a stupid one but sometimes the stupid small things that have the biggest impact on the way you think about the world so um said it before a couple times in this podcast but i left uh i left home at 17 years old and i went to military school uh, a school called king's point on long island merchant marine academy and you're 17 you go and you you kind of do the boot camp indoctrination thing so very much stripped out of my comfort zone and, uh, you know, doing the military thing at school. You go on ships, it's called your sea year, uh, while you're at school there. So went to school all freshman year there. Um, I was a drill instructor that summer. And then the next winter, uh, I went um, aboard my first ship. So I was 18 years old and I got on the uh, MV Sealand Charger. So I got a thousand foot container ship, um, operated by a company called Maersk, those baby blue ships with all the containers on them. I was one of the, I was on one of those working in the engine room. We were on a run out of California, we went over to Japan, China, Korea, and then back to California. So I did that run, you know, a few times in there crossing the Pacific ocean. Um, and I had a sea partner at the time, a guy I played rugby with Dave Carroll, great dude. Um, and every night before it's pretty lonely on these ships, right? You just work all day, kind of go to bed at night and get up and fucking do it again. Seven days a week, usually 14, 16 hour days. So it's a little monotonous. So our little speck of enjoyment every night was we watched this show called Entourage. Uh, it's, it was an HBO series that must've come out, must've come out in like 2005, six time period. I think we were watching season one back then, but uh, a lot of people know it. Awesome HBO series um, based on the life of Mark Wahlberg, but it follows like the premises. There's this movie star, Vincent Chase, who makes it big in Hollywood. And that's how the show starts. His first like blockbuster movie came out and he became a big deal, right? This big actor. And he brings, he's from Queens, New York, and he brings his, his crew from home, these three guys with him. And uh, so Vince is making all this money doing movies and these guys just kind of hang out with him. <laughs> they smoke weed and drink and do all this stuff and party. And, uh, you know, it just follows their life around. And the show is really entertaining. But Vince goes through ups and downs throughout his career, right? Like, just like, act, like actors do. Like, they have great movies and it seems like they're walking on air. And then all of a sudden they have a drug problem, right? And they're they're in the streets and they're all fucked up and they're doing stupid things. Um, and uh, so at this point, this this time I remember watching this with Dave, what happened was Vince was, uh, they were trying to get him to do this movie, Benji, his agent, Ari Gold, was trying to get him to do this movie, Benji, right? They were going to pay him like $10 million to do this movie. And Vince would not do the movie because it filmed at the same time as this independent film, Medellin, based on the life of uh, Pablo Escobar. Um, it was like an art film um, that 
you know, not a studio production, this art film that they were filming down in uh, Colombia. Uh, Benji filled the same time as Medellin. And Vince was going back and forth. It's like, fuck that. I'm not doing Benji. Just change the timeline on it. I'm going to do Medellin. And uh, um, in the end, like he, he ended up, uh, he ended up arguing with Ari about it. And I can't remember exactly what happened, but he was running out of money because he was going back and forth with the studio. And uh, he had to travel down to uh, um, Columbia to do this vid- to the, do this Medellin movie, and because it wasn't a studio movie, like he had to fund it himself. And there was some other funding they had to get together, and there was no, absolutely no guarantee of success. But the other option was do this Benji movie, which would have been easy and kind of right up his alley, and paid him ten million dollars. So, like I said, he's running out of money. He's struggling. He's going down this artistic route of wanting to do Medellin, getting pissed at the studio for wanting to film Benji at the same time. And then Ari said to him, at some point, motherfucker, you're going to have to do what the rest of America does and get a job because they need the money, not because they want to. And I will never forget sitting on the ship, hearing Ari Gold say that to Vince because it just blew my mind. It's like, you know, I'm 18 years old on the time. And I'm like, yeah, like who the fuck is this movie star? Everyone else works in America. Who the fuck does this movie star think he is that he can just choose whatever his passion is and and go for that and, you know, try to do that and, you know, not make this $10 million. Look, what the fuck is he thinking? And of course, I didn't get it at the time when I was 18 years old, but what a valuable lesson on the difference between going for your passion and not giving up versus just settling and either taking a job or continuing to run a business. This has nothing to do with going out and being an entrepreneur versus, versus working a job. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with following your passion versus just going down the road that everyone else says you should go down. And man, I thought about this for for months and then years after that. And still, I mean, this was this was a long time ago. This was, you know, 20, 27 years ago, <laughs> 27 years ago or something like that at this point or not 27, no, 17, 17, my math. Uh, this was 17 years ago at that, that point. And I'm still thinking about this one experience. I still think about that, what Ari Gold said is at some point you just need to do this because you need to make the money and you're not, you're not going to follow your passions anymore. So I think framing, framing life through that and knowing that, yes, money is important, but so is passion, right? And the road we're going down with flight right now is I'm trying desperately to fuse the two together. And uh, that's what we do with alignment sheets every day is we align people's personal goals and their personal passions with what they're doing day to day here. And it's never a good environment to be around when people are just there every day for the money. It needs to be more than that. You're never going to get that sort of passionate work out of someone when they're just punching the clock for a paycheck. So, that's something I'm pondering this week. Um, and I would encourage all, you know, uh, real estate agent, team leads, business owners, anything like that, 
to lean into that a little more and know that life's too short to not have a little bit of passion for what you're doing. And don't choose the easy path every day just because it's the one right in front of you and the one society says is the right one. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.